Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with Tam and Renee. I am Renee and she is Tam. Hey to the hey, hey, what it do and all that good stuff. How are you, Renee? <laughs> I am fantastic. Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks with Tam and Renee. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. I survived another week. You're always fantastic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you know what? Even if I'm I'm just lying, I'm still doing fantastic. <laughs> Great way to speak positivity into the universe. Yeah, exactly. I will say this. I made it through another two days of Vegas, and uh, it feels good just to be back home. You only did two days? It was a three-day weekend. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I had something to do on Saturday, and so I, I couldn't uh, go until, like, late Saturday night. And uh, I drove up with a buddy. We didn't get in until like maybe 2.30 in the morning on Sunday. So uh, we didn't do too much that night. And then uh, the next two days, we just kind of, you know, uh, enjoyed the holiday weekend up in uh, Vegas. Had a good time. Well, Vegas is always a good time in the summer. But in about a month or, well, maybe in about two more months, it'll be too cold to be in Vegas. I never like to go to Vegas when it's cold, but that's just me. In fact, we have one more week of the regular season for NASCAR, and then we're actually in Las Vegas, and I will be in Las Vegas for media day, and then I'm going to head to the track for practice and some other stuff, and then I'll be at the, hopefully at the Triple G and Canelo weigh-in. I'm waiting to confirm all those details. But yeah, and then I actually head out to, so I'm not going to be at the race in Las Vegas because I have to leave Las Vegas because Ferrari is calling my name. So I'm going to head to Watkins Glen to the Ferrari Club meetup with Ferrari and of course Shell. That is my plan. But before I jump into that and we talk some Darlington, I'm sure you guys want to know. How was my weekend? Renee posted a video of himself in Las Vegas on the strip with the MGM as the background. And I posted a video and I'm sure all you guys wanted to know where I was because the backdrop was absolutely beautiful. And I'm not going to say all you need to know is that I had a wonderful weekend. <laughs> check the Insta stories. If you ever want to know what Renee and I have going on, you can check his Insta story as in Instagram stories at it's Renee Garcia and you can follow me at I am sincerely Tam and that's for me and Renee across the board on the Twitter, Instagram. Wait, do you still do Snapchat, Renee? Uh every once in a while I still do, yeah. Okay, and a snap. I don't snap. Why well, snap, but I don't snap on social media. Right. Uh -huh, you like <laughs> that's that. A different huh? kind of snap. <laughs> Darlington, your boy Brad K won. It was a one-two sweep for Team Penske with Joey Logano coming in second. Brad Kozlowski actually swept the entire weekend because he also won the Xfinity race, yeah, which sure was actually did. pretty cool because, as we know, Brad Kozlowski thing is to grab the American flag when he does his victory lap. It was only fitting that he won both races. On Memorial, oh, no, this is not Memorial Day. This is Labor Day weekend. Right. Okay, Labor Day weekend. 
So that was a pretty cool sight. I'm not going to jump in the top 10 because about time you guys hear this podcast, it's going to be a few days after the actual race. So instead of doing the top 10 from Darlington, I'm just going to talk about some notables. Kyle Larson was definitely a notable because he led over 250 laps. Like he led more than half of the race and could not close the deal. Like I'm just a little bit baffled as to why this guy, he just always gets there and then it's no cigar. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, we ran a poll. Let me see if I can pull up the poll real quick on our Twitter account. And if you guys aren't following us, I'm not sure why, but our Twitter is at Turns No Breaks. And actually, our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook account is Turns No Breaks. And give me 30 seconds. But of course, I'm going to talk those 30 seconds. So it won't be 30 seconds of silence. It's just 30 seconds while I look at this poll. Okay, we asked a question on Twitter. After dominating at Too Tough to Tame, Darlington, Kyle Larson was not able to close out the race with the win. Do you feel sorry for him? Hashtag NASCAR, hashtag Southern 500. 47% of the people who voted said yes, 38% said no, and 15% said expected. Renee, what say you? Yes, no, are you expected? Well, I think it's, if I'm just going to give you a straight answer, I'm going to give him, no, I don't feel sorry for him, only because now he's won enough races where he should be able to mentally know how to close close out a race, especially when you dominate so so well the way he did uh, on Sunday. Uh, it, it's amazing how a driver can dominate a race so so good and then uh, not come up with the victory. We've seen Martin Truex do it a number of times, and you look at a guy like Larson, and and you go, okay, he's won enough races where he he should be able to do this. So. I guess in a sense I don't, and before, like before I did, like if he hadn't won a race, if maybe he was Chase Elliott, then I go, God, I just feel so bad for this guy because he's right there and he just can't. But do Chase it. Elliott's won a race now, right? Right. But I'm just saying, so you can't put it, that on Chase, <laughs> right? But I'm just saying, like in general, before Chase won won his first race, I would kind of feel that way about Chase because I'm going, man, I you know I feel so sorry for this kid. He can't, he just can't seem to close it out. But Kyle Larson is is won enough races where he should be able to to dominate that kind of a race and close it out. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to close it out. And for whatever reason, he just still has a knack for not being able to close it out. Yeah, it was just like, what happened? I mean, now granted, Brad Keselowski, his last pit stop was flawless. And that's what everyone was talking about right when it happened and immediately after the race. But for Kyle Larson to not win that race, that's just pretty incredible. Like, dude, you need to reevaluate everything because you're not closing. Yeah. On that note, who else is not closing? And I'm just going to read two other notables. Kevin Harvick came in fourth, and I just felt the need to say his name only because we haven't actually, it's been quite quiet about the big three. Nobody's talked about the big three. Yeah. Harvick is one of the big three, and he came in fourth. That's it. The only other person named who I'm going to mention, and I gave you a hint when I said talk about not closing, of course, your boy, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy is just in the pits. He came in 39th place. Like, it's only 40 drivers or 40 40 cars in the race. Yeah. Jimmy is in the pits, as in P-I-T-S. 
but I should say SSS pits. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. It's horrible. I keep thinking the guy is going to turn it around. We'll talk about it a little bit later because we are headed to Indianapolis and India is a good track for him. We'll we'll jump into that later, but I'm just like, what the hell's going on with Hendrick? Ironically, I'm going to read you guys the playoff standings and let you know who's in as of today. So if the playoffs started today, Kevin Harvick is in, Kyle Busch is in, Martin Truex Jr. is in, Clint Boyer is in at fourth, Brad Keselowski fifth, Joy Logano sixth, Chase Elliott has the seventh spot, Kurt Busch has the eighth spot, and all those guys have actually won races. Eric Jones is in because he won a race. Austin Dillon is in 10th. He won a race. And then we have Ryan Blaney at 11th, Kyle Larson at 12th, Denny Hamlin at 13th, Eric Amarola is in 14th, and they have, I believe, secured a spot. And the only two people who haven't, but they would be in today if the playoffs started. And when I mean secured, the 13 drivers that I just read secured a spot based on points. but. Jimmy Johnson, who's in 15th, and Alex Bowman, who's in 16th, who are obviously Team Hendrick drivers, they're on that bubble. Anything can go. But at at this point, anybody can get in because we have one more race, which is Indianapolis in the regular season. And whoever wins, if it's outside of any of these drivers, is in. Right. Jimmy Johnson and Alex Bowman are wishing for two things. Or, well, actually three things. They're wishing either they come up with a win at Indy to secure their spot, or they're hoping if somebody else wins that it's a driver who has already won because that keeps them in that top 16. And then the third thing I'm sure they're hoping, which is most important, is that they finish the race. That's what the playoffs are giving us. I feel like even though Dale Jr., didn't do that great his last year. Feel like the team has just been down since he left. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Granted, Chase finally won his first race, but it's just kind of like, what's going on over there? Yeah. It's amazing because you look at that lineup and you're going, and let's just go back to, to Jimmy Johnson just for a moment because it's so like unlikely for him not to be in the mix. And it's just, just so unlikely to see him in the place that he's finishing and in the place that he's at in the playoff picture because you're, but you got to give it to some of these other young guys too, man, that are, that are making a name for themselves and uh, they're, they're racing really well. And uh, for whatever reason, Jimmy Johnson and, and his team just, it's not looking very good all year. They haven't, they look terrible. Like I said, ever since Dale went to the booth, the team has gone downhill. Well, you know what? That's not a fair thing to say, because like I said, Chase is, doing well and technically if the playoffs started today three of the four drivers are in the playoffs but like we always say tam he is mr seven times so anytime he's in a car on the track there is a chance for jimmy johnson yes there is we can give uh our listeners a quick up uh, dale update honestly th- this is kind of an interesting thing about dale jr that came up over the weekend the charlotte observer has a really good article about dale jr tam and it was basically about his concussion issues that he had. He mentioned in in the in his book that's coming out uh, soon to be released. I believe, and it's going to be released in October. 
in the book, he claims to, he basically admits that he was a hypocrite and he knew it. What he meant by that, Tam, and what this whole situation and subject is about is after he suffered, I think it was one of the first concussions that he had suffered, he started talking about it and he wanted to let all the other drivers know, hey, listen, you know, uh, you know, I've seen this doctor and uh, he's helped me out a lot. You guys have to like really, you know, tell somebody that if you had a concussion, that you've had one, get it checked out, tell people about your symptoms, tell people about your problems. Well, apparently he admitted that after he had been saying that and telling drivers to admit their symptoms and tell people about the troubles that they were having after maybe possibly getting a concussion, he admitted that he withheld that same kind of information from a wreck that he had had, I think, and it was in 2015 or 16, if I'm not mistaken, or it might have been 2014 going into 2015. And he withheld that information to him. And even though he was telling other drivers to make sure you tell somebody, he didn't tell his wife, for one, and uh, he said he regretted that. And he said even more so, he uh, regretted the, the fact of not telling anybody, even though he was not feeling very well and he was getting symptoms from concussion. It was concussion-like symptoms of what he was getting. And um, he said he felt like a like a big hypocrite and because of that. And, and this goes for any athlete out there, whether it's, you know, something like uh, NASCAR or, or especially like how we see in football, Tam. A lot of these guys, they, they want to play and they want to get out there and drive and they want to compete. And they just have that competitive motivation to to want to get back on the track, want to get back on the field. Tammy, I mean, you, you know this is I think it's just an athlete's mentality to try to put the pain on a back burner and want to compete for for yourself, for your team, for your your pit crew. You know what I mean? What, whatever the case is. And it's just I think it's just that motivational edge that they get that they, they don't want to miss any time. And sometimes you, you got to tell somebody. Well, I know I'm looking forward to the book, Renee, because it's his own words. Yeah. Not somebody else's words. It's his own words. So I think it's going to be a good book. And I feel like with Dale, Dale's in a great place in life and not because he's married and has a new family, but he just seems like he's confident and secure within himself. So the book should definitely make for an interesting read. Like I, I feel like he is out of his dad's shadows. He's, he's his own person. Yeah. I enjoy him in the booth. I enjoy hearing his insight. I enjoy his, when he's tweeting, it just seems like he has arrived for lack of a better way to explain it. He has arrived. Speaking of arriving, and I didn't do this on purpose, but where there's an arrival, usually there's a departure. Your boy Martin Truex Jr. Furniture Row Racing is done. How does this happen? How do you go from winning a championship to the team closing the following year? Right. Done. Yeah. The only great thing, I guess, that's coming out of it, but it's it's just nothing great about it because that's it's not a good look for NASCAR for a team, a smaller team that actually won the championship to be closing up shop. And could possibly win another one this year. Exactly. But it That's looks so like bizarre. he is headed to Joe Gibbs Racing, which makes that team spectacular now because they'll have Eric Jones. They'll have Martin Truex Jr. Oh, first of all, just let that sit in. Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. on the same team. 
Yeah, right. So Joe Gibbs Racing in 2019 will consist of Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, and Eric Jones. Wow. That's going to be bananas. What a heck of a team, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a super team. Now, here's the thing, too, when you think about it. It is going to spark all kind of something in Denny Hamlin to step his game up. And if you guys notice, I didn't say Daniel Suarez because Daniel's on his way out. With the arrival of Martin Truex Jr., Daniel's on his way out. There's been some speculation as to how it's going to all unfold and what team he's going to go to and if he's taking his sponsor with him. But at this moment, all we know is that he won't be on the primary team of Joe Gibbs Racing. That's going to be crazy. Again, arrivals and departure. There's still no concrete word on where Kurt Busch is going. Within a 24-hour span when all this talk of Martin Truex Jr. came about him leaving or furniture row race and closing some people were speculating saying he may go to Stuart Haas I was like oh I don't think he's going to go to Stuart Haas racing you never know but it didn't end up working out that way what we do know is that it seems as if Kurt Busch is definitely out at SHR yeah now who will get that ride is the number one question well, I'm just going to throw a name out there. Okay. <sighs> Renee. Yeah. You know who I'm going to say. You all like, okay. <laughs> who am I going to say? Who do I always say? I thought maybe you were going to either go with one or two two ones. I was, either you were going to go with Matt Kenseth <laughs> or you were going to go with Carl Edwards. Put some respect on his name. Uncle Cousin Carl Edwards. There you go. <laughs> Okay, we already know I'm never going to let it go. I'm on a hope and a dream and a wish and a prayer, but it is what it is. Yeah. Okay, I don't think anything else is going on in NASCAR. There are a lot of things going on in the world. I've, I kind of thought maybe we should talk about the Nike ad, but I don't even want to go there. I just kind of am overwhelmed with yeah. opinions, and I don't feel like... The world, our, our listeners need our opinion on it because everybody, like, I, I feel like, I do want to say this. I feel like we're in a day and age where there's no, people don't listen. They don't care. People have their own opinions and that's that. Nobody wants to hear anything that they disagree with. So there was a time where hey, you can say, well, no, it should be like this. And I feel like this. And I would attentively listen to you. And maybe you could sway me to feel a different way. But all that's out the window. Like tensions are high. Racism is at an all-time high. Opinions are at an all-time high. The separation and divide is real. That is going on. Unfortunately, people aren't paying attention to the real facts. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, I can go on and on, but I, I will close with this one statement. Hate and ignorance is draining. That's all I want to say on that is draining. So why be drained? Be happy. Go dance. Listen to some good house music or country music, whatever your heart desires. But yeah, okay. That was to the left. I guess it is the close of the show. Did you want to say something? About the Nike thing or? No, 
I think I'm just about as drained as you are. <laughs> okay, well, we'll leave it at that. So yep. it is time for some predictions. We are at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Somebody's going to kiss the bricks. Somebody's and if this was IndyCar, somebody would be drinking some milk. Yeah. It's craziness. IndyCar, actually, they put out the schedule. They're going to be running at Coda next year in Austin. Boy, that, I may go to that because I went to the Formula One race in Austin. But, yeah. Okay, that Austin, Indianapolis, two different cities. I don't know how I got there. But what I will tell you is, before I give you my predictions, Renee, who you got? Okay, well. I just gonna say, uh, you mentioned, uh, in the Indianapolis, somebody's gonna be drinking some milk and it just made me so thirsty that I want a big tall glass of milk for some reason. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but this is not IndyCar, so right. somebody's just gonna be kissing the bird. I know, but but I'm like, wow. He said milk. I was like, man, that sounds good right now. <laughs> well, you just uh, got off the highway from Vegas, so. I know. Probably, yeah. Probably could use, and you've been drinking a lot of alcohol this weekend, I'm sure, so. Milk may do you good. I drank a lot of water on the way back, too. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's time for Tam and Renee's Race Predictions. Okay, so who you have, Renee? All right. Well, i tell you who's going to be kissing the bricks this weekend in Indianapolis. And um, I went with Koslowski last week, Tam, because I felt like some of these older and other drivers they were in this desperation mode, like, I need to get a win. I need to do something. I need I need to do something to get in victory lane. That was one reason why I picked Keselowski last week. I'm going to do the same thing again this week because uh, I think these guys are going to try to do their best to make something happen. And the next guy that I feel that has an opportunity to do this is going to be Denny Hamlin. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Denny Hamlin is going to be kissing the bricks. He's going to surprise a lot of people. He's going to, he's just going to shock, I think, a lot of people this weekend coming up. And uh, Denny Hamlin is going to come away with a checkered flag. He's going to be in victory lane. He's going to be kissing the bricks. Tam, that's my pick and I'm sticking with it. And if I have an alternative pick, believe it or not, I think I'm going to go with Kurt Busch. And don't ask me why, but I feel like it's either going to be Denny Hamlin or Kurt Busch. I feel it. I, I don't know what I don't know what it is about those two, but Denny Hamlin, I, I definitely see winning this race, and I see Kurt Busch as my alternate pick. Those are Renee's picks, and now it is time for the past ten winners at Indianapolis because things have changed on the podcast, but that has remained the same. I always give you the past ten winners at the track before I tell you who I got. Past 10 winners at Indianapolis include Jimmy Johnson, 2008, Jimmy Johnson, 2009, Jamie McMurray, 2010, Paul Menard, 2011, Jimmy Johnson, 2012. I was actually at that race. 2013, Ryan Newman. I was in Indy at that race as well. 2014, Jeff Gordon. 2015, Kyle Busch. I believe I was there at that race too, or was it 2016? Because Kyle Busch also won at Indianapolis in 2016. And 2017, who can forget? Casey Kane kissed the bricks. That was his last win and his only win of 2017 for Team Hendrick. On that note, we didn't even talk about it because I think that news broke that Casey Kane is done while he was in Bristol. And we didn't do the podcast last week because we took a bye. But yeah, Casey Kane is done as a full-time racer 
Perhaps that was his last win ever. Great way to go out. At least he won at the Brickyard, a notable track. But any win is notable. Okay, who am I going with? Man, I really just want to pick Jimmy. But the Hendrick team, and he had some issues. I believe it was with a fuel pump or something went wrong. And it, it was some other Hendrick Motors that had the same issue. So I don't know if I want to go out on a limb and say Jimmy, but I will pick Jimmy as my alternative. I am actually feeling Kurt Busch for whatever reason. I feel like Kurt, I've been saying this all season. When he did win at Bristol, obviously I predicted that he was going to win because I knew he was going to get one win before he actually leaves Stuart House. But I don't know. Jimmy's a four-time winner at Indy. Kyle Busch is a two-time winner. In fact, they're the only two active drivers to win multiple races at Indy. But I'm not really feeling like it's going to be either one of them. I'm going to go with Jimmy as my alternative. And for my race winner, I'm just going to throw something out there. I am going to pick a driver who has not secured a spot in the playoffs. Drum roll, please. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say a driver. I'm just going to pick a driver who has not secured a spot in the playoffs. Okay, right on. I like that. Actually, I I really like that because you're not you're not going with one specific driver like a name, but you are going with a specific driver who who needs to win to get in. Yes. Yeah, I like that. A driver who needs to win to get in is my pick and Jimmy Johnson is my alternative. Although technically he may need to win to get in, but that's a nice okay. safe safe answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are my picks, Renee. That is the show. Nice, quick, and easy for you guys. What say you? Any parting words? Or are we just done? Yep. Oh, before we go, I do have one thing to say. Okay. We have not done the Twitter chat in two or three weeks. We will be back. I'm actually going to arrange for us to give away a book, uh, actually a really nice book. I will provide details when I get the book and I will post photos and we'll do our Twitter giveaway during our weekly Twitter chat, which is on Mondays. I think for this upcoming Monday, we'll do the Twitter chat at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But just make sure to check us out on Twitter to confirm. That's yes. it. Awesome. Hey, guys, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button when you look us up. Look up our podcast, hit the subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode of All Turns No Breaks, guys. Very important. We really do appreciate that. You can find us. Uh, actually, you can find the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Like Tam says, and she always says it throughout the uh, entire podcast, Please follow us on social media across the board at Turns No Breaks. If you want NASCAR news directly in your email box, head over to our website. Tam, make sure it's always up to date, allturnsnobreaks.com, and sign up for our newsletter. For Tam and myself, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to talking NASCAR each and every week with you. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in with Tam and Renee. 